Welcome back to the show. Our next guest has been busy talking to people far more important than me, but she made some time to chat with me as well this afternoon. Teresa Haley is the president of the Springfield and Illinois branches of the NAACP, and they'll be holding a unity forum this Wednesday evening in the aftermath of the very distressing situation involving a now former Springfield cop accused of uh, some of the ugliest, racist, and anti-Semitic social media posts you'll ever encounter. Teresa Haley, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Let's talk about the Unity Forum again Wednesday evening, Southeast High School. How did this come about, and what is the goal of this event? Well, it came about, just like you said, because of the police officer's comment. The NAACP believes in being proactive instead of reactive, even though we're responding to what we call an emergency situation that not only impacted black folks, but also Jewish folks. Internally, it impacted all of us as citizens of Springfield. Um, We both organizations believe that police officers are to serve and protect, not hurt and harm. And the comments that were made by this officer were just awful. They were racist. um, They were anti-Semitic. And they just called a lot of hurt and pain for our communities. So this is a huge... Well, he's gone now, though. He's resigned. He's no longer on the force. Efforts are underway to make sure he never works as a cop again. So is problem solved now in this case, or is there still a problem that lingers even with his departure from the Springfield Police Department? The problem isn't solved. There's a broader issue of hate, um, not only in Springfield, but in America. But when you start directly calling out groups such as black folks and Jewish folks, there is a major concern in our community. So we want to bring people together with law enforcement who can help address the issues on how to move forward to prevent a situation like this from happening again. We do recognize that people have freedom of speech, but when it causes hurt, harm, and fear in other community members, it's a time for us to come together to discuss it and to come up with real solutions. And so that's the purpose of the Unity Summit on Wednesday. And we'll have the details on that again in just a moment here. Uh, Teresa Haley, we know of this one officer and what he's accused of. How concerned are you that this wasn't just an isolated incident, that there may be others uh, wearing a, a badge and a gun in this community who may harbor similar sentiments? I am very concerned about it because I personally don't believe that he is the only one. He is the one that got caught. So whoever has the same sentiments and that's behind the cloth or behind their hoods, it's time for them to take those hoods off and to realize that this type of behavior will not be accepted in our town. Same thing happened with the Michael Brown situation. When you see something, community, we have to say something because it impacts all of us in such a negative way, and we shouldn't have to look over our shoulders as community members and ride down the street and be wondering if an officer who pulls us over is racist and going to cause hurt and harm instead of protecting us. You know, it's interesting. We've been asking for the last few days for information on any uh, internal affairs investigations involving this uh, now former uh, officer. And what we're told is there, there's no record of any such investigations, which I, I find you know fascinating and maybe a little bit surprising. Uh, so I guess I'm wondering, uh, from, from what you hear from, from the people you talk to in the community, maybe from your own experiences, when you talk about your fears that this is not an isolated incident, is that based on a specific encounters that, that you know of, or is it 
more just kind of a, a gut feeling because you know the, the undercurrent uh, of these attitudes that kind of exist throughout the community? I would say it's based on birth, both um, personal experiences and just talking to officers, black and white officers alike, who say that they don't want to be associated or affiliated with an individual like this. Now, I must say I have to congratulate our new police chief. He was right on top of it. As soon as this exposure came out, he reached out to the NAACP and the Jewish Foundation Federation and said, you know, enough is enough. I am so sorry. What can I do to help? And I immediately said, I want him fired. I want him decertified so he can never work again, not only in the state of Illinois, but in any state. If you have those thoughts, Law enforcement is not the place for you to be. So the fact that the police chief and the Sangamon County um, state's attorney both filed with um, standards and boards for him to be decertified, I thought it was a step in the right direction. The second thing is that the police union says we do not accept that type of behavior amongst our officers was another good step for us in getting him removed. Now, he decided to resign before getting fired. Now I want his pension because had it been me, a black woman or a Jewish individual or probably even you, Jim, we probably would have been fired and our pension would have gone with it. You know, so there are some laws in place that we need to change. We don't need to wait for the new Criminal Justice Reform Act. But we need to start acting as a community and reaching out to our elected officials, especially our legislators, to put more strength and more teeth in whatever legislation that we have, because this type of behavior cannot be acceptable are happening throughout this country, especially in Springfield. Yeah, we've got to know what we've been told so far is that because uh, this individual has not been charged with any sort of a crime uh, and uh, nothing that pertains to any kind of official misconduct at this point, uh, that it does not appear it would ultimately impact him receiving his full pension. Uh, But that's, again, something that I think is still being reviewed. We're talking with Teresa Haley of the Springfield, Illinois NAACP, uh, a unity summit being held uh, this Wednesday evening at Southeast High School. And again, more details on that in just a moment. And, and Teresa, you, you mentioned, and I wanted to ask about it because I know you had uh, developed a very good working relationship with former police chief Kenny Winslow. Uh, and the new chief, Ken Scarlett's only been on the job a matter of weeks. But uh, so far, it sounds like uh, that uh, uh, basis of, of a good, positive interaction is continuing. I would say it's a very good, positive interaction. Scarlett has been there side-by-side with Kenny Winslow. And I must say, in defense of our local police department, we have members of the NAACP, other black organizations, Jewish organizations that sit on those interviews and recruitment committee. When you have a person like this, you're not going to catch them all. You know, we have bad people in our own families. But when it comes out, you have to expose them and you have to take immediate action and Scarlett was able to take that action. Part of our psychological evaluation, some people know what to do to pass an interview, you know? So some people are just going to slide through the cracks, or maybe some people develop this type of belief um, long after they're on the police department. But when it happens, it's time for us to stop it. We have to meet it where it happens, and it's happening now. 
Uh, of course, the people you represent uh, don't just have encounters with Springfield police. They may encounter uh, other police departments in Sangamon County or the county sheriff's office. Uh, what's your sense of those interactions? And do some of these same concerns uh, potentially apply to other police departments, not just the Springfield Police Department? It applies to all law enforcement. And that's why it's so important that we continue to have open dialogues. And the NAACP meets with the local police chief every quarter. If there's an issue or concern that comes up in between, we do that as well. But also Jack Campbell, he comes out and he participates in those meetings. And other parts of law enforcement, the Illinois Chiefs Association, they make sure that they're at the table as well. So we're continuing to work together to be proactive instead of reactive in situations like we're facing today. And finally, the the meeting coming up Wednesday night, and that's a good start. We need to have that dialogue, but then obviously it's got to continue beyond that. So how do we translate this into action? What are are you seeing as potential next steps after this get-together on Wednesday? I'm asking for people to come with real solutions, not more complaints, because what's happened has happened. How do we begin to change it? How do we begin to put more teeth in the legislation? How do we go back and look at policies and procedures, not only for police departments, but for other organizations as well? So I think change begins at home and change begins now. Again, I'm asking the Springfield community to come out. And when you see something, say something. Don't come out with just a complaint. Come out with possible solutions because we know some of those solutions are going to be far-fetched and we're never going to be able to resolve them. But if you come out with real working solutions and willing to join a working group to work on this, not just the isolated incident, but to work on it for the next three, five, ten years, those are the kinds of people that we're looking for to come out and make things happen and keep our community safe. So give us the details again on exactly when and where this is taking place. Wednesday, April 13th. Southeast High School in the Commons from 6 p.m. until 7.30 p.m. We will have the local police chief, the Sangamon County State's Attorney. We will have Kwame Raul, who's our Attorney General, and we will either have or have a representative of the U.S. District Attorney's Office, Greg Harris. So law enforcement, the people who can make the changes, and can really address our issues will be on hand. But we're also asking community organizations to come out and to get involved as well, um, to voice their opinion. Of course, we can't call on everyone, but we want as many people as possible to show up and help us resolve this terrible situation that's plaguing Springfield and plaguing America today. I hate to even raise the specter of this, but we've been talking this afternoon about a forecast that does include the possibility of some pretty severe weather Wednesday afternoon and early evening. Is there a backup plan in case the the weather gets so severe that it might impede people from coming out? No, there isn't a backup plan, but however, the city of Springfield will be broadcasting it live as well. So you can watch it on whatever you watch for the local um, city hall meetings. They're going to broadcast it live, and we will be playing it back as well. But I say to people, if you go to work that day, please come out that evening and support the effort. Of course, we want people to be safe. If you're commuting and you don't feel comfortable coming out, um, stay at home. Watch it live on Facebook and respond to us accordingly. And we plan to replay it, uh, portions of it this weekend as well here on WMAY. So people will tune in for that also if they don't get the chance to listen live on Wednesday evening. And 
really wanted to have it on Wednesday prior to Passover. You know, we don't want to interfere with the religious weekend holiday with Easter coming up. Of course. But this is something that we needed to get out of the way to deal with the issue and move forward. Teresa, and that's what we plan on doing. Teresa Haley, Springfield in Illinois, NAACP. Thank you so much for taking the time this afternoon. I hope you do have a very successful event on Wednesday. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate you.